This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast designed and produced specifically for Florida small business owners and entrepreneurs. Small Biz Florida, talk that works for Florida. This podcast is supported by the Florida SBDC Network, providing the tools, strategies, and expertise to help Florida's business community thrive. Visit the Florida SBDC online at www.floridasbdc.org or contact your local office and get started on your path to success today. This is Small Biz Florida, the podcast and broadcast that's all things business across the state of Florida. If you've been tuning in lately, you know Small Biz Florida has been on the road. We're covering, working, attending the second annual Small Business Success Summit uh, brought to you by the Florida SBDC Network, all happening down here in beautiful Fort Lauderdale at the Westin. Uh, the room is full of small business owners and operators, and the, uh, the classrooms are full of uh, insightful and experienced instructors providing all kinds of training, uh, experience, and uh, knowledge, and uh, valuable information about resources across the state of Florida for small business owners and operators. And we've got one of those incredible resources with us right now. We've got Jack uh, Hinkle. Uh, who is the Senior Cluster Manager at the Florida High Tech Corridor Council. Uh, Jack, welcome to Small Biz Florida. Thanks, Tom. It's great to be here. You know, you can't have a conversation in the state of Florida about technology, uh, innovation, uh, invention, entrepreneurship without somebody saying Florida High Tech Corridor. <laughs> well, that's so, good to hear. So yes. we want to be that... Uh... Yes, you are part of every conversation when it comes to innovation and disruption in the, in the state of Florida. So we appreciate your time uh, here today on Small Biz Florida. So as we do with everyone, Jack, let's just start with a little bit of your background pathway uh, to uh, the High Tech Corridor Council. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. Uh, so I've been in the Florida innovation ecosystem for about 15 years. Uh, I went to school at UCF, graduated from there, and then I worked at the Office of Research and Commercialization for about 10 years at UCF. So that was wow. partly helping companies spin out of the university. So faculty research turning into to commercializations and companies spinning out in the Central Florida region. Um, and then the other part was helping companies who looking to spin into the university or just looking to grow their companies sort of around the Orlando ecosystem. Were you part of the incubation program under Tom? What was Tom's name? Tom uh, O'Neill. Tom O'Neill. Gosh, yeah. the, the father of, uh, of Florida incubation. Uh, were, did you work mm -hmm. with Tom and then his department? Yeah. So I did work with Tom. We were sort of a sister organization to the incubator. I worked for something called the Venture Accelerator. Okay. So we worked with uh, kind of the small early stage startups. We didn't have the lab facilities that the incubator did, but we partnered a lot and worked with a lot of the incubator companies there. Yeah. But yeah, Tom led our group too. Yeah, uh, the incredible so. program at UCF. Um, have set the bar high for, for incubation in the state of Florida. Um, so uh, start us off with a little bit of who is the um, the Florida High Tech Corridor Council. Who are you and what's the purpose and the mission? Yeah, absolutely. So with the Corridor, uh, we've been around for about 27 years and the mission is really catalyzing and connecting uh, so we can support high-tech innovation across. So our primary service area is the 23 counties of Central Florida. So if you think sort of I-4 corridor, Tampa, over to Orlando and up to Gainesville and everything in between is really the core, uh, the primary service region, that's where the corridor started. Um, and it's because we were anchored as a partnership of the three research universities, so UCF, USF, and UF. 
So that was for most of the life of the corridor. It was really focused on those 23 counties and being a resource to connect university to industry to government in that space. Um, we do have some programs I think we'll probably talk about that we do have some programs now that are statewide in focus so we can work with companies wow. uh, throughout the state depending on their needs. If we can't support them, then we'll connect them the best we can. I, I, and before we go on to some programs yeah. I definitely want to talk about, but I want to talk a little bit about a little bit of that short-term history of the corridor. But I mean, mm -hmm. when you talk about those three universities, USF, UCF, and U of F, I mean, that, that's three pretty powerful entities. I mean, they've all got incubators. They've all got uh, tech transfer departments. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I mean, that's, that's amazing to kind of bring those three entities to the table. Uh, had to be fun, had to be interesting, uh, had to be pretty productive to bring those three together. Yeah, I'm sure it was challenging when they were first when they were first doing right. it, and so and that was all through. So a big part of the corridor's funding is through the state of Florida's university system, and that's why we brought the three universities together. Um, and you know, you talk about the power of the corridor, the power of those universities. If you put together the intellectual property and the, the research and development that runs through those three universities, if you treated those as one university system, we would be in the top top three to five in the country. That's competing with. Research Triangle Park in North Carolina, competing with the largest university systems. But since they're separate universities, they're counted individually. Right. But if you put them together, we rival almost anybody else in the country wow. in terms of talent, IP, research yeah. and development funding. So we're just trying to help leverage that those resources as uh, you know um, as best we can. And talk about the when you talk about the you said twenty seven counties, twenty three counties, twenty three. So when you talk about those twenty three counties, I mean. How many high-tech businesses are included in 23 counties? I mean, what does that landscape look like? Yeah, it's a pretty, I mean, it's an incredible number and it's hard for us to even quantify it because part of the, part of the struggle is how do you reach all the companies that are, that are you know, developing new technologies in those regions? So obviously we try to tie in with the universities and work with the spin-outs of companies. We have programs that target companies in rural areas, for instance, and we're trying to reach different audiences, but you know, it's it's challenging. It's also because technology is evolving so quickly. Right. Understanding what are some of those areas of growth and opportunity, and we just try to. We're a small but mighty team, so that's why it's not. It's not. I like it. And, and, and I'll say it's not just up to us. We want to be. You know, I use the word navigator for the region. So it's not just what can the corridor do to help companies, but how can we help other stakeholders and partners to help companies or help companies navigate to those resources. What does the structure of the um Florida High Tech Corridor Council look like? What What's the business model? Are 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 those universities and those businesses, are they members? Do they sit on the council? How does that structure look and what's the model? Yeah, absolutely. And so, and, and, and one thing on the structure too, so this is a relatively new, just change in the terminology. So we're no longer called the council. So now it's just Florida High Tech Corridor. And that was to, to, to kind of reflect the fact that we're not a member organization, so there's no fees to join. Um, you know, we're really just trying to, to pull together the resources and, and help companies where we can. So because we have this flexibility through our funding and through our structure, we're able to kind of morph and evolve as time goes on right. and to, to meet the needs of the companies and the stakeholders where they're at. So, you know, our, our board of directors is the presidents of the three universities. Mm -hmm. And then we have, uh, we have a leadership council within the corridor that helps manage the overall strategy and direction 
of what the various programs do and kind of connect them together so there's some consistency across the messaging and who we're targeting with different programs. But nice. um, yeah. Okay. And then um, talk about some specific services uh, that the corridor can potentially provide a, a business. I know you and I talked about uh, assisting with potential SBIR mm -hmm. uh, applications. Talk a little bit about those specific services. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So particularly on the SBIR and STTR side, or if you're in the DOD world, Cyber Sitter, so depending on where you're coming from, you're going to pronounce it differently. Right. Um, so our team has a lot of experience and history in helping companies either as a company owner or member or go after SBR, STTR, or supporting companies themselves. So I've worked in the SBR program for close to 14, 15 years in helping companies go for that funding. So um, in terms of services, so we are, the corridor is funded through the SBA with something called the Federal and State Technology Partnership Program. So... Essentially, all the SBR funding comes from the SBA across 11 agencies. And something they realize is it's hard for, you see a lot of the same companies, which isn't a bad thing, kind of repeat customers to the SBR program. Right. But there's a need to expand the resources so more companies can get engaged and get funding through SBR and STTR. And that's where FAST comes in. So we're, the, we're funded as the FAST Center for the state of Florida, which means that we can serve co companies all over the state in providing resources, training, and, you know, understanding how do you, which agency is the best fit for you? How do you approach different agencies? They all, each agency has their own personality. So how do you understand writing a DOD proposal is very different than writing a National Science Foundation proposal. So we do trainings that are free um, throughout the year. Some are agency specific, some are kind of SBI or 101. Um, we have specific cohort programs that we'll put on that are targeted at agencies. So uh, we have one right now for companies targeting Department of Energy. Um, there's, there's proposals open, so something we try to do, at least part of the thought process that we'll, we'll involve through a lot of those programs is that, you know, you, you hear Department of Energy, for instance, and you might just think that's for batteries and for windmills. Right. And really, they have topics for cybersecurity, they have topics for training, so there's a lot more flexibility and sort of availability depending on the, your company, um, and we try to help companies understand that and realize how to kind of pursue them. And do, do you have to be located in one of those 23 counties to, mm -hmm. to get that support? Mm -hmm. So for the FAST program, we serve the entire state of Florida. Okay. So companies anywhere in the state can participate in our trainings. They're free. We record them and make them available on demand afterwards. Um, we also give resources, some of those trainings for SBDCs and other entrepreneur service organizations. So that's, that's the one program we have that truly covers the entire state of Florida. Okay. All right. Uh, what about the new tools? You before you and I went on the air, you mm -hmm. you had mentioned you've got some new tools. Uh, talk about those. Yeah. So we uh, so particular to the on the I'll go back to this BR side for one of them. So we all the trainings that we do we put into um, a kind of an easy to access on demand site where any company we have about twenty plus hours of training for SBR STTR that companies. SBDC um, consultants or anybody can go and access to learn more kind of on a, a self-guided tour of SBIR, STTR, if you will. And then there's follow-up resources for that. So we have checklists companies can look at to see if they qualify. Um, so that's a and kind of, and that's just going to keep building over the next year. So we have 20 hours now. We'll have, you know, 35 to 40 hours by the end of next year. So right. we're just going to keep adding to that. Um, we, have, we have some programs that are specific for um, companies to understand how do you work with a university. So this is kind of more targeted to companies in the corridor with a, with a presence in the corridor. Right. 
um, where we have a matching grant program and funds that can fund industry university collaborations. Nice. It goes to kind of increase the scope on the university side, but that program can also help companies navigate to the right faculty members, to the right researchers at UCF or USF to find those potential partnerships. Right. Um, and so that's a that's a great tool that the, the team that runs MGRP is really, really valuable um, because they sit inside the Office of Research at UCF and USF. And they really understand kind of how do you navigate those, those right. universities. Okay. So again, name is Florida High Tech Corridor, but provide uh, economic development, technology assistance, throughout the state of Florida. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. What's uh, what's coming up for the for the high tech corridor? Any programming notes? Uh, any uh, anything coming up in the next uh, you know ninety days? Yeah. So one of the the exciting sort of programs that we're in the middle of launching right now. So one of our programs is called Senfluence, which is an industry clustering initiative. So we partnered. This is an example of us partnering with a county. We partnered with Orange County government to launch resources and services for four high-tech clusters within the kind of central Florida region. Um, and so, and to quickly name those, we have a cluster in learning sciences and gaming and entertainment technology, life sciences and energy tech, so, or energy and environmental sciences. So the, the new push on that is we were part of a Build Back Better award with Osceola County, and we're right now launching a semiconductor cluster. So this is providing resources and identifying companies who are in semiconductor, manufacturing or related technologies to make sure they can utilize the bridge facilities that are in Osceola County, but then just get the entrepreneurial support services. So we've just launched that semiconductor cluster with this partnership with Osceola County, Orlando Economic Partnership, funding from the EDA, and it's really trying to expand the scope of what we can do um, across some of these clusters. So we're in the middle of ramping that up and launching that right now. Nice. And you know, um, we had Dr. Parrish on, uh, economist and faculty member at FSU. Uh, always great to talk to Dr. Parrish and get some insight uh, from that high-level view of, of the, the you know Florida's economy, where we're headed. Uh, and again, you uh, you and your team at the, the Florida High Tech Corridor obviously have your fingers on the pulse, so to speak, of, of what's going on in Florida. What do you guys see? I mean, what what are your thoughts in terms of um, you know, growth for Florida, I'm sure, you know, most likely continued growth, still seeing uh, technology companies starting and moving to Florida. Mm -hmm. Is that still part of what you're seeing going on? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're seeing, you know, and so I, I think the, the opportunity in Florida is pretty incredible. One thing that we kind of see, or at least that, that I see a lot of, that I think about a lot is that in Florida, we have a blessing and a curse. We have a blessing that we have a lot of resources for entrepreneurs. We have a, one of the highest numbers of PhD graduates and, and people who are capable of developing new technologies, but because the state is so geographically spread out and we have these pockets around the state, it's hard for entrepreneurs sometimes to realize who to connect with, how do they get support. It's hard for us as service providers to understand what all these other groups do. And so it's a blessing because there's a lot of opportunity and there's a lot of potential around these areas of excellence that are growing, but you know, there's the opportunity is we need to bring those together more right. and be talking for us among service providers, making helping entrepreneurs find what's the right front door, which right. that it should be the case that there's no one front door. You talk to one group, you can connect with everybody. Right. And that's part of why I'm here at the Business Success Summit is to work, work more closely with SBDCs and help right. kind of make that front door a little bit bigger. So I think, yeah. you know, 
I don't know if we necessarily have to bring more up. We want to bring more companies to Florida, but there's a lot of growth opportunity for the ones that are here right. who can just utilize some of the great assets and resources that are probably underutilized. Yeah, and I was on a panel the other day here at the, uh, at the summit about incubation versus acceleration mm -hmm. and uh, had a great uh, CEO of a, a really standout incubator, Groundswell, mm -hmm. in Brevard County. And I love hearing her talk about uh, some of the success stories that have come out of her incubator. Yeah. Uh, it really is impressive what's going on. Absolutely, and, and that's another case you know, over in Brevard with Groundswell, right? They, they can have their pulse on some of the space and space-related right. companies that are over there, but right. you know, how can we help make sure we're helping those companies the best that right. we can or directing them the resources. And so, um, yeah, the Groundswell is a great example of some yeah. of that opportunity. Uh, it is Jack uh, Hinkle, uh, who is the senior cluster manager at the Florida High Tech Corridor, uh, an incredible resource, an incredible team uh, that kind of brings uh, all these resources together. We appreciate what you do, Jack. Appreciate your time here on Small Biz Florida and appreciate your support of the Small Business Success Summit here. Absolutely. Thanks, Tom. It was great to be here. I learned a lot and I'll definitely be back next year. All right. Let's get let's do the double door, the double front door. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We, <laughs> absolutely. Let, let's let's build a better, build a bigger front door. I like it. I like yeah. it. Uh, this is Small Biz Florida. I am Tom Kindred, your host. Uh, it's all happening here on Fort Lauderdale's beach at the Westin. It is the Small Business Success Summit, all brought to you by the Florida SBDC. Stay tuned. More to come. This is Small Biz Florida. This has been Small Biz Florida, created and produced by the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Your host for Small Biz Florida is Tom Kindred, partner for Small Biz Florida includes WPSL and WSTU and Indian River State College. Named the 2019 winner of the Aspen Prize for Community College Excellence.